G'day there and welcome to the Rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB and a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. Um, and this morning, what have we got? Well, crime, a lot of it. Ihumato. Uh, I know, you thought that was all over? <laughs> uh, red might be all over. The red light, I mean. Uh, but before any of that, oh, we're actually going to do the military thing in Ukraine. It's come to this. Thank the good Lord we got there in the end, eh? Money is on its way so Britain can buy the weaponry the Ukrainians so desperately need. Why it took us this long to get here, no, well, you can only guess, but my guess is that this lot were dragged kicking and screaming. My guess is this lot are a bunch of peaceniks who think the United Nations solves problems and you end wars by having a good cup of tea. Since February, when this thing started, countries all over the world have fallen over themselves to help. Some have helped in the most surprising and astonishing ways. As we've said a number of times, not in my life, have we seen such a uniform, coordinated response to a war from the whole world? There are question marks now around oil and gas, and particularly Europe's inability to shake the habit and thereby continuing to fund Russia to the tune of billions. The Americans looked a bit weak on the MIG deal with Poland, but generally, generally, the world has piled in with weaponry, except, of course, for us. We've had blankets, old tat from the second-hand cupboard, nine Count them nine personnel from the military and a lot of window dressing in the form of sanctions, which, although the right thing to do, don't actually count for anything because, one, Russians aren't here and they were never coming, and two, our trade was never up to much anyway. So what was required, always required, indeed pleaded for on a daily basis by Zelensky, was the stuff that really changes and sometimes finishes wars, stuff that kills the other guys. Australia, for our part in the world, hasn't stopped giving. They get it. They've been exemplary. We, on the other hand, have been dragged kicking and screaming every step of the way. Poor old Penny Henry, having been rebuffed last week, at last got his day in the sun with yesterday's financial donation to Britain to head to the gun shop and get some effective equipment onto the front lines. We've been dangerously slow. We've been embarrassingly resistant to weapons. But what we know about this government is they respond to pressure. The pressure's been building, and at last they have folded. They've done the right thing. Won't change the war, of course, but what has always been critical is we play our part. Were we really doing our best? Well, until yesterday, not even close. There will be more required, but at least now, we look like we've worked out finally, to a degree anyway, where we actually stand. So, yeah, we're sort of going by the looks. Yay for us, sort of. Uh, it's half-hearted, though, isn't it? I note that Parliament is still debating whether to write again to the Russian ambassador to get him in for a bit of questioning. And this is the sort of window dressing this government's interested in. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all stuff you can say and talk about, and then pretend that you're doing the right thing. And it's like the sanctions. The sanctions are the right things, but sanctions don't mean anything for a country like us in this particular part of the world. What really counts is weaponry. And they've already written to this bloke, and he's turned them down. So, not that that would actually change anything. By the way, our contribution. I was just totting up a couple of numbers. So. So far, we've contributed $30 million worth of stuff and 67 people have been deployed or about to be deployed. And you compare us to Australia, and it's not a competition, although it kind of is. With a population per head of population basis, Australia should have coughed about $120 million-ish, roughly, to our $30 million. Uh, their total military assistance, funding to NATO for weapons, providing weapons, has totaled $191 million. Humanitarian assistance so far totaled 65, in excess of $250 million uh, compared with our 30. They're pulling their weight. I wonder if we really are yet. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Nobody ever really wants to say, oh, you know, we like doing war. But we also don't want to say we don't want to do war with our friends who are doing it. Mm, it's complicated, isn't it? Uh, one thing's for sure, nobody likes crime, and yet there seems to be so much of it. Where is it all coming from? Uh, welcome to Monday, New Zealand styles. Do you think Poto Williams 
Might have been over the crime news for the first day of the week yesterday. One gang shot up another gang's headquarters because one of the gang's mates got shot up at a strip club. So a lot of gangs, a lot of shooting. Uh, downtown Auckland, uh, the bit they want the tourists to wander up when the cruise ships return, if the cruise ships ever return. Got a couple of ram raids, one at Gucci, one at Louis Vuitton. That, by the way, was a second ram raid on at least one of those outlets. As the police will often tell you, once they've done it, they'll do it again. And in general terms, they'll do it again until either someone gets stuck in jail or it gets a bit hard to back a car through a window. Of course, Poto may well be surprised. I think she's still claiming or rejecting the premise of Mark Mitchell's question in Parliament as to whether she's seen a rise in gang-related activity since her party's been in power. Now, just to be clear, the shootings, although almost certainly gang-related, may not have extended to the down-down ram raids. Uh, Those ram raids may have, in fact, simply been executed by some poor, misunderstood group in emergency housing on the job seeker benefit that hadn't had enough wraparound services wrapped around them. The sadness for real estate as we were talking to an agent last week who was talking up downtown as a place to be and how demand for top-level apartments was hot as people love the convenience of stepping out to any number of restaurants. Assuming those restaurants are still open and have staff, of course, security on the way to dinner might be a bit of an issue these days. A couple of weekends back, a young man, he was going out to dinner, a young man and his girlfriend stepped out for some kebabs. He got shot. As Claire Trebet quite rightly pointed out in the Herald over the weekend, stats actually don't matter. Nor indeed does it matter whether crime was committed by gangs or just thugs. How you feel is what counts. And how you feel, in part, is made up of your neighbourhood and the stories you hear. The stories I heard yesterday, just yesterday, day one of the week, reminds me that Poto's out of a depth. The government is in denial. We live in a violent and troubled time. There are too many guns, too many shootings, too many people operating with perceived impunity. Those who support strong and effective law and order are losing the battle. Kelvin Davis would probably tell you it's the price for doing things differently. Um, and, of course, if you really want some inaction, uh, check out what's happening at Humato. I know, you thought I'd never have to try and spell that again, didn't you? Fletcher's probably would have knocked off a few houses on Humato by now if they'd been allowed to get on with it. The Prime Minister hadn't interfered and made it a gargantuan shambles uh, and taught us all that if you park yourself with a tent on a bit of land for a period of time and she's got a soft spot for you, then all, all manner of things can be moved, including heaven and earth. Anyway, Willie Jackson's in charge of this. He got he got rung out early on because, of course, she if you remember the story, she was about to go to Nauru. And she stepped in for reasons best known to herself and stopped building, and Fletcher's owned the land. It was just a build, building project for Fletcher's until these people... And the, the people who had sold Fletcher's the land were the same people who were protesting. So they changed their mind. Tough luck, that's not the way the world works. Well, it is when Jacinda gets involved, but anyway... Uh, Willie Jackson was dispatched to try and sort a deal. They eventually got a deal. We paid $30 million for it. Now, having paid $30 million for it, we find out this morning it's gone where? Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. He, he, they're trying to form a... Go- they haven't even been able to form a governance group. It was supposed to be up and running in February. It could be late May before... It's just a governance group. They're not doing anything. It's just some people being selected to sit around a table. 16 months on. Seven members in the governance group. Willie says that goes with the territory. This is a hard area. Is it, Willie? How hard is it to form a group, mate? Come on. It's a hard area. It's only hard if you make it hard. Jeez. Yeah, trouble with being a part of a governance group, though. It sounds like a lot of meetings. Nobody likes meetings, do they? I actually do know some people who seem to like meetings. It's very weird. It's not natural. Uh, We're going to finish up uh, with 
News today, the uh, the traffic light announcement has been brought forward today. Uh, we're going to hear what's happening tomorrow, apparently. What's happening there, do you reckon? Mike, I know this is off-topic, but why are we still in red? What's the point? It's a very good question. It's not remotely off-topic because we got the announcement coming Thursday. Oh, wait, whoops, no, we don't. It's now Wednesday. They've moved it from Thursday to Wednesday. And why do you think they've done that? They've done that for one of two reasons. One, because, of course, they made their decision yesterday, so they already know it. So yet again, we're waiting. We're waiting for some reason. They've worked out Thursdays the day before, I'm assuming. I would have guessed, if they hadn't moved from Thursday, that they would have said, we're moving to orange as of midnight Monday, midnight Tuesday, whatever you want. Just to get Easter out of the way, so, you know, abundance of caution, all that other rubbish. So now that they're moving it back to Wednesday, they've worked out, of course, Thursday is the day before Easter, and no one's going to be listening to the announcement, so they don't get their moment in the sun. But moving it to Wednesday, really, the pressure's got to be on to actually kick us into orange for Easter. Doesn't it? And that's going to make... And the point to your um, point, Texter, why are we in red? It's indoor numbers. Got to have indoor numbers. Events indoors. Large bars indoors. Dancing indoors. Activity indoors. Normal life indoors. All of that sort of stuff. So I'm guessing, and I've almost given up on guessing the way this lot think, but I'm guessing if they've moved it to Wednesday, it's good news for Easter. Now, and also, have they changed... Am I imagining things? They've changed the rules about um, when you can go to the pub and have a drink or the restaurant for a meal because um, my daughter works at a cafe and they wanted to work on Good Friday that evening at a restaurant and bar and we said no that can't be right because they can't open on Good Friday and then it turns out oh no they can so basically up is down left is right Black is white. I think that's what we've decided there. And so red should definitely be orange, if not green. I'm Glenn ZB. That's good news, isn't it? Good news to finish the pod with. Uh, that was the rewrap. We'll be back with more great news for you again tomorrow on a Wednesday, which will feel a bit like a Thursday.